0: They were always up to no good. Mama went over towards them to investigate, along with my little brother, who thought he was my mama's actual shadow. Not me. I was too comfortable to get up. Mama had just given me a good tongue bath. Clank! clump! The cages rattled and slammed shut behind those two also. Something was very wrong. I froze in shock and fear and became flooded with so many feelings of uncertainty. Was this a trick? Why are they locked in these metal boxes? What was happening? I panicked. About a minute later, the two men got out of the van and picked up the metal boxes and my precious family members inside and loaded them into the back. The sound of the roar of the van starting up, engaging into gear, and wheels spinning off showed me that my worst fears were coming true. I was alone. The ones that I loved were gone. As time went on, I began to realize that no one was returning. Scared, cold, and hungry, I knew I had no choice but to muster up some courage. I needed to tap into that ferocious white lion that was inside of me if I was going to survive. I needed to find food, shelter, and be able to live on my own. It wasn't going to be easy anymore without Mama, and certainly not fun without my brother and sisters. Chapter 2. My New Family. Romans, Chapter 12, Verse 10. Mr. Bangles is the man we used to watch from afar. He worked for the El Dorado's Grill, where our shelter-slash-dumpster was situated directly behind. He would come out about three or four times a day to throw away trash, whistling the tune of Amazing Grace or some variation of it. This was a treasure because this garbage contained scraps of food which sustained us. We never got too much of it because Mr. Bangles would always chase us away at the sight of any of us cats. He would stop his whistling just long enough to make the noise. Psk. We knew he wasn't a snake, but he sure sounded like one. We always darted off and scurried in fear when this happened. He would then immediately return to his whimsical version of the hymns like Amazing Grace and return back inside. Two days had passed since my family was abruptly taken away from me and I started getting braver about finding the nourishment I so desperately needed. Mama's milk was no longer available to me. Mr. Bangles whistled his way out, dropped three large bags next to the dumpster and turned around to head back into the restaurant like always. As soon as I heard the door close and the coast was clear, I quietly tiptoed over to the bags and began sniffing out the good stuff. All of a sudden, the door swang back open, and Mr. Bangles and I locked eyes for what seemed like hours. I knew it was really only for a few long seconds. This time he didn't make the getaway sound, but just stood there and gazed at me. Ah, oh, poor fellow, Are you all alone? He sweetly asked, suddenly extended his hand out and wiggled his fingers to try to get me to come over to him. I couldn't do that. Was he trustworthy? I asked myself. Was he trying to catch me too? I wasn't budging. It was too risky. He gave up after a few minutes and went back indoors. He left me to scavenge through the bags as if he felt sorry for me. Every day after that we had the same routines. Mr. Bangle's would come out and dump the bags next to the dumpster and squat down, extend his arms and wiggle his fingers and say, Come here, little fella. He soon realized I wasn't going to come to him. We had a special understanding, and, at-a-distance camaraderie. He was my only friend. A few days went by and I was awoken by a truck with a long camper attached to it as it pulled up next to my special spot. I had found it nestled back just beyond the tree line next to the car dealership. Two adults and two children hopped out of the truck and slammed their doors. There was a lot of talking and bustling about taking place. The two daughters started chasing each other around just like I used to do with my brother and sisters. They were laughing and playing and it seemed like they were having fun. I heard the parents talking about their truck and their engine troubles. It turns out that they were driving down from Maryland to Florida for a summer camping trip. Apparently, the engine trouble took place as they were driving down Route 95. They had only gotten as far as Virginia the second state out of six which they would be crossing in their seventeen hour long journey mr allen who i now call dad announced that he had no power in his truck he coasted off the exit ramp and into the gas